Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Fantasize Me, the podcast where I take characters real or imagined, and I fantasize them as D&D characters. I'm your host, Zach Katz, and today we are going to be fantasizing All Might from the anime My Hero Academia, because it's a good anime, and All Might is cool as hell. He's just this essentially this really buff dude and his superpower is that he can just punch things really really good he punches so good like he once punched so hard i think in like the second episode that it started raining because the air pressure changed from a punch he also has incredible speed because of his strength this insane you know, durability and stamina. This guy can just keep going or he could, he was injured in a fight. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about it. But anyway, you get the idea. Super strong. So I thought he would be fun to do because I said last week I wanted to do a martial character and then they ended up having some spells. This is a martial character. So no spells, just punching really well. So let's get right into it. We're going to start with background first. So All Might was not born with any superpowers. He's not a natural born hero. He inherited them from his predecessor. And fortunately for us, there's a background called Inheritor. So we're just going to we're just going to do that. So inheritors are the heirs to something of great value. It doesn't have to be just wealth. It can be something else. And I would say the power to just eviscerate all of your enemies with a wave of your arm is a pretty valuable thing to inherit. So with Inheritor, he's going to gain skill proficiency in survival, plus one from Arcana, History, or Religion. And I think we are going to go History, because I think he knows a lot about you know, the history of heroes and the history of villains. So he's going to get proficiency in survival and history. Our choice of a gaming set or a musical instrument. Given the choice, I pretty much always go for instrument because I think it's just fun. So I think All Might is going to be a drummer. I think he plays the drums. He's got the arms for it. And he also learns a language of our choice. So he's going to know common... So I guess let's save the language for a moment. But skill proficiencies in survival and history and proficiencies in drums and a language of our choice. Not bad. Next, we're going to pick race. All Might is a big dude. He's 220 centimeters tall, which is seven foot three. So he's a massive guy built like a brick shit house. So we're going to go with Goliath who are massive and built like brick shithouses. Everyone. I love it. So with a Goliath, he'll gain plus two to strength and plus one to constitution, which is perfect because he's very strong and very hardy. They have the natural athlete ability, which automatically gives him proficiency in the athletics skill, which is great because he's super athletic. He also gets the ability Stone's Endurance. So when he takes damage, he can use a reaction to roll a d12 plus his constitution modifier, and reduce the damage that he was about to take by that total. 
and he can use that trait once per short or long rest. So that's awesome. If he gets hit by an attack, he can just use his reaction to take a little bit less damage. Beautiful. It's a really awesome ability at lower levels. It loses its effectiveness pretty quickly, but still nice, fun reaction to have in your back pocket. He has the powerful build ability, so he counts as one size larger when determining his carrying capacity and the weight he can push, drag, or lift. There are all sorts of mechanics for determining carrying capacity and different weights of what you can do or not do. I usually don't worry about that, I just have people make like athletics checks or strength checks. He has the mountain-born ability. So he's acclimated to high altitude, including elevations above 20,000 feet, and he's naturally adapted to cold climates. So normally when you're exposed to extreme cold, you have to make a DC 10 constitution saving throw at the end of each hour, or gain one level of exhaustion. But he doesn't have to make this roll, he automatically succeeds on the saving throw, so he is good in extreme cold. And for languages, he can speak common and giant. And the extra language from Inheritor. And for that language, I am going to choose Halfling, because he becomes a teacher at UA, uh, this Hero Academy. So he's good with talking to the little ones, the, the uh, you know, the children. So there, that makes perfect sense, and I nailed it. Wonderful. Now it is time to roll for stats, where we roll a six-sided die four times, drop the lowest number, and then do that six times to get the six different stats. So I did that, and oh my, got some great numbers. The numbers are 13, 12, 16, 11, 15, and 17. These have to be the best stats that we've rolled on the show. They're so good. If I rolled these stats when I was making a character, I would be so happy if one of my players rolled these stats. I might nerf their character a little bit because this is pretty powerful. Regardless, these are awesome. So now let's fit them in. What is All Might best at? That's gotta be strength. So let's put the 16 into strength, because as a Goliath, he gets a plus two to strength anyway, so that'll change that to an 18. So he's starting with a plus four modifier to strength. That's incredible. Next is constitution. We're gonna pop that 17 into constitution, the plus one in constitution for being a Goliath, bumping that up to 18 as well. So now he has two plus fours right off the bat. That's so good. Next highest is 16. I'm gonna plunk that down into dexterity because he is very fast. So that's a plus three to dexterity. Next highest is 13. Let's put that into charisma because he's very charismatic. So that's a plus one to charisma. Next highest is 12. Let's put that into wisdom, which will give him a plus one there. The last number he has is 11, so that goes into intelligence. So not the best intelligence, but that's still a plus zero. So he's starting with a plus four in strength, a plus three in dexterity, plus four in constitution, plus zero in intelligence, plus one in wisdom, and plus one in charisma. Those stats are so good. I love this already. He's 
he's already coming together. So now that we have that all settled, we are going to decide his class. Marshall character, obviously, big, meaty fists, meaty thighs, capable of crushing watermelons. I am going to go with Barbarian. So I don't think we've had a Barbarian on this before, but it is a fun class to play. Barbarians have the highest hit dice, so a d12. They're the only class to have a d12. They have so much health and they really need it. So with his plus four constitution modifier, he's going to start with 16 health. That's so good at first level that some classes won't even have that hit point total at second level. And he's starting with it at first. He's proficient in light armor, medium armor, and shields, simple weapons, martial weapons, Saving throws are going to be strength and constitution. So right off the bat, he's going to have a plus six to strength and plus six to constitution saving throws. And he can choose two skills from animal handling, athletics, intimidation, nature, perception, and survival. Well, he already has athletics and survival. So we are going to go with... I think intimidation and perception are the most fitting. As a hero, he has to notice a lot of things, so perception makes sense. And he is very intimidating because he can just crack your head like a walnut really easily, effortlessly. Honestly, I know he's a hero, but I would kind of be terrified of him because he could kill me whenever he wanted and no one could stop him. Let's not worry about that, though. So now he has a bunch of skill proficiencies. He's got proficiency in athletics, history, intimidation, perception, and survival. A bunch of useful things, and those proficiencies in strength and constitution saving throws. At first level, your proficiency bonus is plus two. So to all the things I just mentioned, he's going to get an additional two to those rolls. Now, barbarians. At first level, they get their unique class ability that really sets them apart from everyone else. They can rage. So they can just, as a bonus action on All Might's turn, he can just enter a rage. And if he isn't wearing heavy armor, he gains the following. He has advantage on strength checks and strength saving throws. And when he makes a melee weapon attack using his strength, he's going to gain a plus two bonus to the damage roll. And then that bonus is going to increase as he levels. And he has resistance to bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing damage. That is always useful. Those three are the most common damage types. And at first level, he can gain resistance to them. The only downsides is you can't cast spells or concentrate on spells while you're raging, but he's not going to have to worry about that. His rage lasts for one minute, but it ends early if he's knocked unconscious, or if his turn ends and you haven't attacked a hostile creature since your last turn, or taken damage since then. You can also end your rage on your turn as a bonus action. So pretty much once you rage, you have to be in the thick of battle. You have to keep attacking or being attacked in order to maintain your rage. Otherwise, it just ends. So right now, he can range a total of two times, and that'll increase as he levels up. 
and then he has to finish a long rest before he can rage again. Such an awesome ability! So on his turn as a bonus action, he can gain resistance to damage, he can deal more damage, and he can have advantage on strength checks and strength saving throws. He already has plus 6 to strength saving throws, so add advantage to that, he's never going to be losing that. First level, he also gains unarmored defense. So his armor class is 10, plus his dexterity modifier, plus his constitution modifier. His dexterity modifier is plus 3, his constitution modifier is plus 4, so he's going to start with 17 armor class, which is incredible for a barbarian. There are some barbarians that have low armor class for a long time until at least fourth level where they get an ability score improvement and could potentially raise it by one or two. He's starting with 17. The highest you can get is 20. Well, it's not. Don't worry about that. So he can still use a shield and gain this benefit, but his fists are going to be too busy punching things. So already he's so tough, so hard to kill. At second level, he is going to get even harder to kill when he gains the ability Danger Sense. So he can just sense danger now, which gives him advantage on dexterity saving throws against effects that you can see. So if someone goes to hit him with a Lightning Bolt, a third level spell that deals 8d6 damage and forces him to make a dexterity saving throw, he can do that with advantage as long as he sees it coming. And he has a plus three to his dexterity saving throws, so he's going to be really good at succeeding on those. In order to gain that benefit, he can't be blinded, deafened, or incapacitated. So if he's any one of those, this does not apply. But normally, he's going to get advantage on dexterity saving throws. That's awesome. So if he's raging with this, he's going to have advantage on strength saving throws and dexterity saving throws. Second level, he also gets the ability Reckless Attack, where you can throw aside all concern for defense to attack with fierce desperation, and that is classic All Might. He is super strong, but in one fight, he was very much injured and starts to lose control of his powers. Not like they go off spontaneously, but he can't hold this muscular form for more than three hours. And in combat, he really does go above and beyond. The motto of the Hero Academy UA is plus ultra, go above and beyond, push past your limits. He does this all the time and is very reckless. So this is perfect. So when he makes his first attack on his turn, he can decide to attack recklessly. So this will give him advantage on melee weapon attack rolls using strength during this turn, but attack rolls against him will have advantage until your next turn. So he can choose to just gain advantage on his attack rolls pretty much whenever he wants. The downside is all attacks against him will now have advantage as well because he makes himself this big target, not concerned with defending at all. But with that 17 armor class and resistance to bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing when he's raging, this is a pretty good thing to be able to do. And he's also got a ton of hit points. So for third level in Barbarian, we get to pick his Primal Path, which is the name of the Barbarian subclass. And for this, we are going to choose the Path of the Juggernaut. So with the Path of the Juggernaut, he gains the ability Thunderous Blows. So now he hits harder than ever 
Once per turn while raging, when you damage a creature with a melee attack, you can force the target to make a strength saving throw, and on a failure, you push the target 5 feet away from you, and you can choose to immediately move 5 feet into the target's previous position. So you can just punch someone, move them back, move forward, and just keep hitting them. I think that's such a cool visual, and that sounds so All Might. So the saving throw that they have to do, the DC is 8, plus his proficiency bonus, plus his strength modifier. Proficiency bonus is currently plus 2, strength bonus is currently plus 4, so they're going to have to make a DC 14 strength saving throw or be pushed. He also gains the ability Stance of the Mountain. So while he's raging, he cannot be knocked prone. So he, he can't be knocked over. Which, again, it's so all might. He's this seven foot tall slab of beef who just, he, he will not bend the knee. I love him. Fourth level in Barbarian, he gets an ability score improvement. Look at that. So we have a few options here. We can max out strength or constitution, which I'm kind of tempted to do. We can increase his dexterity. Mm, I think I'm going to give him a feat to start. And then we can... Although barbarians do get a bunch of ability score improvements. No, no, I'm going to stick with the feat. So I am going to give him the feat called Tough because All Might's tough as hell. He's tough as nails if those nails were made out of diamond. Does that make sense? Hmm, sure. So with the tough skill, or tough feet, his hit points are going to increase even further. So his hit point maximum increases by an amount equal to twice his level when he gains this feat. So right now he's level four. So he's gonna gain an additional eight hit points. And whenever he gains a level now, he's going to just add an additional two hit points. So when you determine hit points, you roll your hit die and then add your constitution modifier. His hit die is a d12, constitution modifier is plus four. But now, because of tough, he's going to gain an additional two. So he's going to roll the d12 and add six to that to gain hit points. Now, I have a homebrew rule that I always do. When you roll for hit points, you re-roll until you get half or higher. So for a d12, he would keep rolling until he rolled a 7 or higher. And the reason I do that is I just think it sucks at higher levels when it takes you just literally months or even years to level up. And then you roll the hit die and you get a 1. And it's like, cool, I waited all that time to level up and I gained 5 hit points. That sucks. So using my homebrew rule, the least amount of hit points he can increase by every level is 13. So he is just such a beefy, brawny boy. And there is a feat called brawny, but I, I didn't think it fit as much as tough. So that's what he got for fourth level. At fifth level in Barbarian, he is going to gain extra attack and fast movement. So extra attack, we know at this point, whenever he takes the attack action, he can attack twice. So now he can just punch, punch, 
And with the reckless attack ability, he can gain advantage on both of those attacks. He also gains the ability fast movement. So when he's not wearing heavy armor, his speed increases by 10 feet. So Goliaths have a base speed of 30 feet. So now that bumps up to 40 feet. And I think that really helps to drive home the idea that he is really fast. We're going to go 6th level in Barbarian, which gives him another Primal Path feature. So as a Juggernaut, he gains the ability Demolishing Might. All of All Might's melee attacks gain the Siege property. So that means all of his melee attacks gain double damage to objects and structures. So he's such a destructive force. He can destroy buildings, level cities, I love it. You know, All Might is so powerful. With a single punch, he can destroy multiple city blocks. And I think this really fits in line with that. In addition, his melee attacks against creatures that are constructs deal an additional 1d8 damage. So if he's fighting like an animated armor, he's going to deal an additional 1d8 damage to them. Beautiful. So, ugh, so beefy. Now for 7th level, we are going to multi-class. Oh my, this beautiful boy is going to multi-class into fighter. Now fighters have a hit dice of 1d10, so he's going to have slightly less health than he would have if we stuck in barbarian, but with the tough feet and that really high constitution, it's not really going to matter much. A d10 for hit dice is still really good. So at first level, he is going to gain Fighting Style. And the Fighting Style I'm going to choose is Great Weapon Fighting. And here's why. When you roll a 1 or 2 on a damage die for an attack roll you make with a melee weapon that you're wielding with two hands, you can re-roll the die and must use the new roll, even if the new roll is 1 or 2. And the weapon has to have the two-handed or versatile property for him to gain this benefit. Now, I know All Might punches, he does not use weapons, but just for the purposes of D&D, for the mechanics, I am going to say that he's just using a great axe. So the great axe has a 1d12 for damage and is a two-handed weapon. So that's why All Might's not going to be using a shield. His hands are full of axe. And just for flavor, if I had a player who was playing All Might, I would just say that their fists were doing the 1d12 damage. As long as I had them remain cognizant to the fact that they are technically wielding a two-handed weapon. So that would mean that if they're, you know, disarmed, they're going to do less damage. If they try to pick up a shield, they're not going to be able to hit as hard because they can't hold their axe. So with great weapon fighting, now with that d12 if he rolls a 1 or a 2 on any of his attacks, so he has two attacks right now, he can just re-roll the damage. So that's awesome. It sucks when you roll a d12 for damage. You can potentially do so much with that, and then you get a 1. Well, now it's a lot less likely for that to happen. So that's why I picked that. He also gets the ability Second Wind. Just like his Stone's Endurance ability as a Goliath, it's not super helpful at higher levels. But as a bonus action, he can regain hit points equal to 1d10 plus his fighter level. So right now, 1d10 plus 1. 
at this point, he's seventh level. He has so much health that that's a drop in the bucket, really. Eighth level, we are going to go in Fighter as well. He's going to gain Action Surge. So on All Might's turn, he can take one additional action on top of his regular action and a possible bonus action. And that can be used once per short or long rest. I like the idea of All Might having Action Surge because, again, he always goes above and beyond. He pushes his limit, and Action Surge just fits that very well. Ninth level, remember his proficiency bonus now goes up to plus four. At fifth level, it rose to plus three. Now it's plus four. And he's going to gain his Martial Archetype at third level in Fighter class. And that's the subclass. And for this, I am going to pick Champion. Now, a lot of people think Champion is a really boring subclass. It doesn't do a ton. Like, all he gets at third level is what's called Improved Critical. So now, his weapon attacks will score a critical hit on a 19 or 20. So, when you get a critical, that means you get a nat 20. You roll a 20 on the die without having to add anything to it to get that 20, and you roll double the amount of dice that you would for damage. So I mentioned he had a great axe, which is a d12. So now if he rolls a 19 or a 20 on the die, he's going to roll 2d12. And remember, because of his reckless attack, he's going to gain advantage on those attacks and be even more likely to get a critical. And I think that is it for Fighter. Just those three levels to get that fighting style and that subclass ability called Improved Critical. And you'll see why. Now at 10th level, the big 1-0, we're going to go back into Barbarian, and I think we're going to finish out his levels in Barbarian. So now at 7th level as a Barbarian, he gains Feral Instincts. So he's just got great instincts. I love that. He now has advantage on initiative rolls. So that kind of furthers the point of him being really fast. Additionally, if you're surprised at the beginning of combat and aren't incapacitated, you can act normally on your first turn, but only if you enter your rage before doing anything else on that turn. So normally if you're surprised, you'll roll initiative, and then your enemies will get a surprise round on you, which is essentially just a round of combat, but you and your allies don't act. So they get a whole free round of things they can do to you. But now with Feral Instinct, you can just ignore that. As long as you're not incapacitated, you're alert, you're ready to fight, they can't get a surprise round on you. You can just go and attack and destroy them with your meaty fists. Level 11, Aethon Barbarian, he's going to get an ability score improvement. I'm going to immediately pick another feat. So for this feat, I'm going to pick Great Weapon Master. So on All Might's turn, when he scores a critical hit with a melee weapon, or reduces a creature to zero hit points with one, you can make one melee weapon attack as a bonus action. So remember, because of Reckless Attack, he's going to gain advantage, he can attack twice per turn, and he gets a critical hit on a 19 or a 20. So honestly, he has a he has a pretty good chance of getting a critical and being able to use this ability to just attack once as a bonus action as well. Also, listen to this. Before All Might makes a melee attack with a heavy weapon that he's proficient with, he can choose to take a minus five penalty to the attack roll. 
And if the attack hits, you add plus 10 to the attack's damage. Now, if you listened to last week's episode, Annie Oakley, she had a similar ability, but for ranged attacks, where she could take a minus five penalty to the attack roll and deal an additional 10 damage when it hits. So now for All Might, if he chooses to do this, right now he has a plus four to strength and a plus four proficiency bonus, which means a plus eight attack bonus. This will reduce it to a plus three attack bonus. So not great, but if he hits, he adds an additional 10 to the attack damage. He'll probably be raging because Barbarian's got a rage. He's going to deal an additional three damage to that. Because remember, Barbarians deal some extra damage when they rage. So an additional 13 damage automatically. And with his great weapon fighting fighting style, he's going to re-roll any one or two on the damage die. So he's just going to, he's going to hit so hard, which is exactly what All Might does. He hits so hard. He just crushes you. And I think that's a great mechanic to be able to deal extra damage at a cost of some accuracy. So his punches now are going to be a little less accurate if he uses the Great Weapon Master ability, but he's going to hit even harder. Now at 12th level, 9th in Barbarian, he is going to get Brutal Critical. And this is why I really wanted the Champion subclass. Remember, he gets a crit on a 19 or a 20, but now, because of Brutal Critical, he's going to be able to roll an additional damage die when determining the extra damage for a critical hit with a melee attack. So if he rolls that 19 or 20 on a crit, he'd normally just roll one extra damage die for the Great Axe that we're using in this scenario. That would be 2d12, but now he can roll 3d12 whenever he gets a crit, and he has a 10% chance to crit, and because of Reckless Attack, he has advantage, giving himself an even higher chance to deal this 3d12 damage. That's beautiful. And because nat 20s are an automatic hit, that means he can potentially take that minus 5 to the attack roll in order to do an additional plus 10 damage. Now if he gets a critical hit, the plus 10 damage isn't going to double or triple. You only add more dice to the roll. Since you aren't rolling for that 10 damage or the 3 rage damage, you don't add anything to that. So now at 10th level, 13th overall, he's going to gain another path feature from his Juggernaut Primal Path Barbarian subclass. This time, he's going to get the ability Overwhelming Cleave. So he's just great at cleaving through foes, which is just a wide swing that hits multiple targets. So when he makes a weapon attack while raging, he can make another attack as a bonus action with the same weapon against a different creature that's within five feet of the original target and within range of your weapon. So that means he has two attacks right now, so he can attack one target twice and then use Overwhelming Cleave to use his bonus action to immediately attack a target next to them. So now with potentially three attacks per turn, that's three chances for a critical hit and 3d12 damage. So he's just breaking people. 14th level, 11th in Barbarian, he's going to gain Relentless Rage, which is an awesome ability. So he can just keep on raging and fighting 
even when he is hit with these grievous wounds, which fits All Might perfectly. He gets injured really badly in his, you know, last fight against this supervillain. And he just keeps going. He goes above and beyond, plus Ultra, to kick his ass. And that's beautiful. So if he drops to zero hit points while he's raging, and he doesn't die outright, he can make a DC 10 constitution saving throw. If he succeeds, he drops to one hit point instead. Each time he uses this feature after the first, the DC increases by 5. So the second time would be a DC 15 constitution saving throw. The third time would be a DC 20 constitution saving throw. But right now at 14th level, remember his proficiency bonus goes up at 13th to plus 5. And his constitution is plus 4. So he's going to have a plus 9 to these constitution saving throws in order to be able to use this relentless rage. So that's really good. A plus nine to this, he can just keep going. Even if he gets knocked down to zero, he can keep fighting. If you have someone in your party that can heal, this would be a great combo. All Might gets hit, keeps going, and an ally can just, you know, keep healing them. And in a perfect world, that would be the case. Maybe someone could be Recovery Girl. And in the world of My Hero Academia, she is someone who has these awesome healing powers. 12th level in Barbarian, 15th overall, another ability score improvement. I think it's finally going to happen. We are going to use that ASI to just bump strength up to a full 20. And that is a plus 5, so his strength saving throws are now a plus 10, and he has plus 10 to athletics. His attack bonus is plus 10, so now if he were to use Great Weapon Master, he would still have a plus 5 to his attack roll, and advantage with it if he wanted to recklessly attack. So now even better chance to deal that additional 10 damage per hit. There's no limit to how many times you can do it per turn. So both of his attacks, he can use this. And if he uses that Juggernaut ability to attack a target next to your original target with a bonus action, he now has three chances to deal an additional 10 damage, all with advantage. That's so cool. He's so strong. 16th level, 13th in Barbarian, he is going to get another Brutal Critical. So now he rolls two additional weapon damage dice when determining the extra damage for a critical hit with a melee attack. So now with his Great Axe, for flavor we're just saying his fists, he can deal 4d12 damage on a crit, which again is a 19 or a 20. So he's just tearing people apart. He still only has those two attacks, but because of the Juggernaut path, he has maybe three attacks. He can action surge to attack even more. He can just rip through crowds or just lay it all on one target and just punch their body into pieces. That's so nice. He can just, you know, kill anyone he wants. Now at 17th level, 14th in Barbarian, he's going to gain his final Primal Path feature. And this one is just simply called Unstoppable. And that is so All Might. All Might was completely unstoppable. Like, could he be hurt? Yes. Could he be beaten? No. He could not be taken down. So strong. So tough. So now... He can choose to become unstoppable 
when he rages. If he chooses to be unstoppable when he rages, for the duration of his rage, his speed cannot be reduced. He's immune to being frightened, being paralyzed, and being stunned. Furthermore, if he is frightened, paralyzed, or stunned, he can take his bonus action to enter his rage and just suspend those effects for the duration of the rage. The only downside of this is that when his rage ends, he suffers one level of exhaustion. But potentially for a whole fight, he can be unstoppable. He can't be slowed down, he can't be scared or stunned or paralyzed, he just powers through all of that to keep fighting, which is All Might's whole thing. He always gives, you know, 110%, he has to, plus Ultra, go above and beyond to defeat these undefeatable enemies. He's so powerful, so hard to take down, and now that's perfectly reflected in the unstoppable ability of the Juggernaut. 18th level, 15th and Barbarian, he's going to gain Persistent Rage. So he has a lot of abilities that work only if he's raging, and now his rage is so fierce that it only ends early if he falls unconscious or if he chooses to end it. So that's awesome. Now, even if he doesn't attack on his turn or isn't attacked, his rage won't end. He can just keep going unless he chooses to end it, or you actually have to knock him out cold to stop his rage. 19th level, 16th in Barbarian, he is going to gain his last ability score improvement, and we are going to max out Constitution now. Now his Constitution is plus 5, so if you'll remember, when you raise the Constitution modifier, you gain hit points retroactively. So automatically, he's going to gain an additional 19 hit points. And because of his tough feature, he's already gained an additional 38 hit points. So he is swole as hell. He lives on muscle milk, just rippling abs and biceps and an ass that can break concrete. 20th level. The last level, 17th and Barbarian, hey look at that, another Brutal Critical. Now he can roll three additional weapon damage dice when determining the extra damage for a critical hit with a melee attack. So he punches so hard, we said his punches were just using the Great Axe stats, so that would be 5d12 damage from a single punch if he gets a critical. And because of the champion subclass for fighter, that is a 19 or 20. And because of his reckless attack, he gains all of his attacks with advantage if he chooses to. He doesn't have to. But why wouldn't you? If you use reckless attack, you gain advantage on all the attacks you make on that turn. The downside is all of your enemies have advantage on attacks against you. But All Might has an insane amount of health. And when he's raging, resistance to bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing. So he'll take half damage from any of those. He's so good at killing things. All Might isn't really in the business of killing. He incapacitates people. So he'd probably make all of his attacks non-lethally, which is something you can do in D&D. You don't have to kill anything you don't want to. You can just choose to attack non-lethally. So instead of killing them outright, they just become incapacitated. So he's going to be so good at incapacitating people. 
I imagine All Might, with the abilities we've given him, being able to stand in the center of the battlefield, enemies all around him, and him just not breaking his stride as he punches one right after the other, right in their faces. And with his thunderous blows, he can be knocking them backwards, moving in their place. He has advantage on initiative and can't really be surprised. He's just always ready to go, always ready to kick ass. And one thing I like about this is Barbarian, you have to enter a rage to do a lot of the things that you can do. And in the anime, All Might has kind of two forms. He has this muscular form, seven foot three, uh, what is it, like 560 pounds of pure muscle. And then he also has this kind of emaciated ghoul looking form because he can't sustain that muscle form for very long. So I imagine him being in this kind of emaciated, gaunt state where he loses a lot of his height, all of his muscle. And then going into a rage and just going into that muscle form and just becoming this absolute beefcake. Throw some ketchup and onions on him because he's this beef patty. Ugh. I know I'm objectifying him a lot and calling him beef and meat. But I think it's fine, right? It's good. So All Might, the number one hero in the My Hero Academia world, he has the Inheritor background, his race is Goliath, he is a third level champion fighter, and a 17th level juggernaut barbarian. We ended with 20 strength, 16 dexterity, 20 constitution, 11 intelligence, 12 Wisdom, and 13 Charisma. He has plus 11 to Athletics, plus 6 to History, plus 7 to Intimidation, plus 7 to Perception, and plus 7 to Survival. So his proficiencies aren't great if you look at some of the other characters we've done. We've had a bunch of them who have proficiencies that are over 10, and the only one he has is Athletics, which is plus 11. For saving throws, we have strength is plus 11. And remember when he's raging, he gains advantage on those strength saving throws. And also a plus 11 to constitution. The languages he can speak are common, giant, and halfling. Just because the feats that we gave him are tough and great weapon master. So tough gives him two additional hit points every level. And great weapon master allows him to take a bonus action attack if he gets a critical hit, or if he drops an enemy to zero hit points with one of his melee attacks. And also, he can take a minus five to his attack modifier in order to potentially deal an additional 10 damage if the attack hits, which I think he should pretty much always do, because he's going to get two or three attacks per turn. If he attacks recklessly, he can do them with advantage, get a crit on 19 or 20 anyway, I would just go for it. All the enemies would have advantage on their attack rolls against you, but he has so much health and resistance to bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing that truly I do not think it would matter. All Might cannot be brought down. He has punches for days, and he's just going to keep using them. And I love that for him. 
so we did it. We we did All Might. I want to play as him because All Might is really cool. Uh, he's really fun. Uh, I love his kind of catchphrase is, it's fine now. Why? Because I am here. And I think that we did a good job with that, with people feeling safe and secure, seeing this hulking Goliath, seven foot three, charge into battle, attacking recklessly, becoming targets for all these attacks. So of course you're gonna be fine. Of course you're gonna be safe because All Might's just gonna break the bodies of anyone who would do you harm. And that's so sweet. I love him, what a good hero. So this has been Fantasize Me. Follow me on Twitter at FantasizeMePod and email in character suggestions of characters you want me to fantasize at FantasizeMePod at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll do this again next week. Bye!